Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all alone, but feeling good and feeling strong, knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself, I'm driving. Hello and welcome to Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. I'm Jules, your co-host. If you're new to this type of work, go ahead and back it up and start on episode one. If you're more of an intermediate, go and start with episode 98. And if you're more of an advanced practitioner, go and start with episode 200. So with me, as always, to share her insights and wisdom is the spirit doctor herself, Kelly Sparta. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Jules. How are you? Oh, I'm doing lovely. It is hot as Hades here. The humidity is about uh, 250 degrees, you know. <laughs> so hell ain't so bad. Here it's an overcast day and it's 72 degrees and a beautiful breeze. So... <laughs> we have cookies. We have cookies. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, oh, I got to tell you a funny story. So, we were okay. over at my friend's house um, this weekend, you know, just hanging out, cooking, just, you know, bullshitting. And they go, Oh my God, our plants are just dying. I just need some rain. I'm like, Hmm, let me go practice. So, I went outside. <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I can ask. And so I said, okay. So I'm doing my thing and I'm like, hey, y'all, because <laughs> that's how we say it in the South. Hey, y'all, you know, if you could bring a little rain. And I all of a sudden I'm like, so would you like an offering? And I heard sage. I'm like, cool. Hang tight a minute. She's a she's a cook. So I know she has sage. I go in. I'm like, hey, Cheryl, I need some sage. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much you need? I don't know. They'll tell me. So. <laughs> bring the sage out, put some in my hand. And literally, I can't make this up. 
I said, okay, y'all, here's your sage. As I'm sprinkling the sage, kaboom comes the thunder. I look back. Mitch has the biggest grin ever on his face. He's like, yeah, baby. And I said, okay, y'all, hold on to your asses. Here it comes. (laughs) (laughs) And we got rain. It wasn't a downpour because the other thing I hear is that we don't have like the water part. We're just more of a, you know, more bark than bite. So, so, but we did. And within five minutes, it started raining, you know, a little split splat enough to water the yard. And then, you know, off it went. But I'm like, I couldn't have timed this any better. You can't make this shit up if you tried. I was so proud of myself. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) starting to believe you're a really powerful person. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. A little bit of proof will go a long way. And I turned around and Cheryl was like, that's my girl. Bring me the rain. I'm like, y'all heard that, right? Y'all heard that, right? Right? And they're like, oh, we heard it. I'm like, don't piss me off. So- <laughs> <laughs> Well, and and you're lucky because, you know, like half the time people are like, wow, that's fucking cool. And the other half the time they're like, oh, my God, I'm terrified of you. So, like, oh, my God. Yeah, I remember the first time I did weather magic. I remember it vividly. I was at my friend's wedding and uh, and it was, you know, they had asked for a clear, bright, sunny day and it was a little too warm. And so I went off by myself. Well, I went off by myself and then two friends followed me. And, and I'm sitting there quietly just like pulling the rain in, in and pulling the weather, the breeze in and negotiating with the storm. And, you know, I think I've told this story before. But we're 300 episodes it. in. So I'm going to tell it again. Tell it again. And I'm, I'm sitting there and, and uh, pulling everything in. And, and I'm like, okay, can we have just some nice, cool breezes? And they were like, well, yeah, but it'll be thunderstorms. And I'm like, no, 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 not here. And they're like, no, no, it'll be thunderstorms everywhere but here. And I'm like, yeah, all right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's 20 years ago. I'm like, yeah, all sure, right. Sounds Why good. Not? Know, right? <laughs> what the hell? And so, you know, breeze comes in. We get the slightest smattering of of you know, just the lightest rain ever, right, in June, right? And and then it all just cools off and the breeze is there and everybody's like, oh, that's so much better. I'm like, you're welcome, right? Now, we go home that evening and I turn on the news and there in on the news weather map is this bullseye that is this, this circle of thunderstorms that circled around the space that the wedding was in and everything was clear in the center except for the massive number of thunderstorms all around it and and i was just like well they did tell me (laughs) so that was my moment the same as you had so there you go (laughs) so i'm like yes 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 Oh, by the way, um, for those who asked, I did ask for the rain to come back down for the, for the, so did I tell this? Did I tell you this on, so, you know, uh, I don't know, I know, I know the story, you know, but it's like two and a half weeks yeah. ago, maybe somebody, somebody, uh, 
gaming Thea uh, said, uh, uncle, can you please take your, your wind sprites back? And so they have arrived back and we are getting our rain again. Um, not as much as normal, but it's an El Nino year, so it is what it is. But yeah, so. You had sent them up to the North Pole, right? Well, or I sent them up so the that they would turn, well, it was raced to the North Pole and then it was raced back to the equator, right? So <clears throat> only about three quarters of them came back, though. They were having too much fun. And they were, they were having a good time. But yeah, it was to put out the forest fires in, in Canada, right? So. Yeah, that was fun. There you go. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So we should probably get on to our topic for the day. Yes. <laughs> I could tell stories all day, but, you know, there's a limit. So, <clears throat> well, maybe. We did magical story time. We did a couple of those episodes, if I remember yes. correctly. Kathy and I. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we're talking about precognition and retrocognition. And you know what's interesting is I know that this is timely for somebody because we did not have a topic in the calendar for this. And I usually have topics for everything built out in the calendar. And this one was just empty and I couldn't explain it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why. I don't know what happened to it. And so, uh, but Jules, uh, we had our, our, uh, our Woo You call today, which is our third program in the series. And uh, one of the other people in the call really needed extra time. And so Jules kindly ceded her time. And uh, so when we hopped on the call today to start the podcast, she was like, could you answer this question for me? Now, you know, in the, in the third program, one of the things that we do is a 30-week test of your psychic abilities to sort of try out uh, different types of psychic abilities to see what you have a natural tendency for, right? And so she was asking this, the, a question about this particular module, which is precognition and retrocognition. And um, <clears throat> so I was like, well, I think we'll just talk about that today. Why don't we do that? We can have it and then I can add it to the program later when somebody needs it. So go ahead and ask your question. Honey. Okay, so um, in the I'll say study material, um, uh, we're talking about retrocognition, um, looking into the past and then precognition looking into the future. So when we're looking into the past, my notes have said that I, I have to hook it into something either like a time period or a historical event or maybe something I did as a kid or something. Right. Or an earlier version of yourself or whatever. Right. Or, you know, into an object from that period. I mean, there's lots of ways that you can do it. Um, anything that has connection to that. That just brought up another question, but I'm going to say for, for I'm, I'm writing it down because I'm like, ooh, I actually, okay, related but different. All right. So because of something that just quite magically came into my life. Yeah. So but my question is on the precognition, what do I hook into since it hasn't happened yet or has it? Some things will be so traumatic that they will hook into you, okay? So, for instance, I had a very challenging call on a coaching program that I am a part of or I was a part of as a student. For days before the call that was the problem, I got this, don't go, don't go, don't go, cancel, cancel your time, cancel your time, don't do it. 
And of course, you know, I blithely ignored it because, you know, <laughs> I'm too stupid to listen. And so, and so, you know, I went and did it and, and had a traumatic experience with this coach who had been abusive to me in the past and who was never supposed to talk to me again and suddenly showed up on the call. And I was like, ugh. But the the don't go foreboding was the trauma that came up because it brought up. So I had the trauma from the earlier experience with this coach who was horrific. And then I had the the trauma again show up with as a PTSD response when I ended up on the call and was supposed to be coached by that person again. Now remember that, you know, this is this is online coaching, right? It's like how hard could it be? Well, it's it's hard when you have trauma from your past that you haven't cleared, right? And so my dad was a rageaholic. And so I spent a fair amount of my time in terror of him. And, you know, he did emotional abuse. And uh, this woman did emotional abuse on the call with me. And so it triggered all that back stuff. And, you know, I've cleared a lot of stuff about my dad, about my mom, about everything, right? But I was like four years old (laughs) again when this happened. And I'm like... Okay, so, you know, I took advantage of the time to connect into it and say, okay, that I'm connected to this because I'm not generally connected to that trauma. It was buried so deep that I just, I blithely go on with my life and it doesn't doesn't really register, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll use this opportunity because I don't touch this trauma very often. And I will use this opportunity to pull it out and witness the child and do the healing and do the whole thing, right? And so, you know, I had my husband give me a hug and hold me and, and I just did that work, right? But, you know, the, the, the part of me that was like, I don't freaking want to hear this, to feel this again, was the part of me that, that registered that trauma in the future and brought it back to me going with a sense of foreboding, right? So that is precognition to itself, even though it, I didn't know exactly what it was. I didn't go looking for what it was. I was just like... I should cancel. I should cancel. I should cancel. <laughs> and instead, I just canceled the whole program. But as you know, if a coaching program can't keep you safe, you shouldn't be in it. That's the down. I mean, I was like, I, I gave them one chance. Well, I gave them many chances to address the issue, and they didn't. But, um, but the point being that, you know, this is a form of precognition, right? So, uh, for instance, when I met my friend who was the shaman back in 1998, um, and we looked at each other right around the middle of September, and we went, we have three years to get our shit together, because after that, everything changes. And three years almost to the day, might be to the day, neither one of us remembers exactly the day we met, uh, the date uh, was 9-11. So we saw 9-11 coming three years in advance because it was such a massive event on such a large scale, right? It was just, and it had such broad reaching impact. And we lived in Boston at the time. So all the planes came from Boston, right? So there was, there was a connection there as well. So um, all of these things combined to have the traumatic event call to us that early on, right? Now, as far as trying to see into the future, right? There is a, um, so there's a couple of ways that you can do it. You can look ahead and, and ask your future self. 
So I did a, a guided meditation that a, my that Derek Loudermilk did, um, and he had us go forward eleven years and talk to our future self in the guided meditation, which was very cool, right? And so I went to my future self and I had a conversation and I had a very cryptic conversation because <laughs> my future self looked at me and went, oh, I remember that time period. And you're in, you're in, a, in a shamanic death experience and we, we, I'm not going to mess with it. And I was like, well, how do you do this? And it's like, yeah, it just worked out. And I'm like, that is not an answer. <laughs> it's not what you wanted to hear. <laughs> it was not, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> And your future and self so, going, yeah, I remember you being impatient. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my future self is going, yeah, I remember you trying to control shit. Yeah. I remember you being impatient. <laughs> and yeah, I remember all of the shit that you were going through at that time and how I might just fuck this up for me in the future if I give you more than you're ready for in the in the present. So, you know, I'm going to be cryptic on purpose. And I'm like, Meh. no, it's not my happy place, right? So, but... Um, you know, as you're, as you're going through this, you, you can see things like I saw where I lived and I saw what the situation was and who the people were, who were hanging out and, you know, all the things. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Now keep in mind that that's one potential future. And this is the other thing you have to remember when you go future spelunking in this way, (laughs) it was like cave diving in your future. Right. Um, So you have to keep that in mind is that Uh, futures are based on probabilities. And so when you go forward 11 years, there's a lot of choice points that can happen in between here and there that change that outcome. So, you know, you have to keep in mind that it is a probability-based thing. And so with that said, you know, you can also look at the probability lines and follow the probability lines to a potential future as well. So, you know. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> That's another one of the things we'll we'll talk about that in the, in in one of the future videos. But oh lord, um, I know ley lines. I don't know probability lines. No, probability <laughs> lines are not. Yeah, they're 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 literally you're looking at the cosmic at the at the cosmic timeline. I guess I don't know. And the way I see them is that you you look and you see what are the potential probabilities. And for me. People ask me to do future reads for them all the time. And I'm like, I suck at future reads. Why? Because I carry the energy of change. And the minute I tell you what the future is going to be, you make different choices because I carry the energy of change. And now it's, and so I sit there for like 10 minutes going, no, it's this. No, it's this. No, it's this. No, it's this. Because every freaking time I open my mouth, I change it. So I don't do future reads for people anymore. But I will do them for myself from time to time. Yeah. It's pain in the ass. So, and this is why I say that, you know, some things we are, we are inclined better towards than others. Right. And this is why I give people 30 different videos to watch because, some things you're going to have a natural tendency for. Like I, I can read the probability lines like no tomorrow. That's I'm good at that, but I can't share them. Because <laughs> you bring change. Because I bring change. Right. So, you know, it's like, it, it, it's a gift that doesn't do a lot of good except for me. And except for, you know, I can, I can do it on a larger, larger scale, but it's much more complex on a larger scale because there's way too many people involved. So, but you could tap into a probability line and follow that probability line forward in time. And that would be future cogn- uh, precognition, right? 
So if you follow that particular probability line forward and say, I want to go forward five years, I want to go forward 10 years on this line and see what happens, right? And if you don't carry the energy of change, that could be a really cool service, right? Because then you could pick like three or four different probability lines that are sort of equally displayed in front of you. And you could do a, you know, sliding doors sort of thing with it, right? Where you're like, if you choose this path, you end up here. If you choose this path, you end up there. If you choose this path, you go here. If Door number so one, number two, or number three. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, that, that sort of thing. So that's another way to do precognition. You could talk to your guides and ask them to tell you what's going to happen in the future. That's another precognition option. This is the thing. Everybody thinks there's only one way to do things, but there's like 50 ways to there's do like everything 50. you want to do. Okay. Yeah, well, there's probably more like well, a thousand. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. F- sorry, 50 plus. You know, whatever. I stopped my Those car. are how many I know of each kind because I don't need more than 50, right? So, yeah, it's like that. So, every everything you want to do has an entrance point from a different type of skill set that you're you're using. And different people have different skill sets, right? So some people are really good at the healing sort of energies, the empath stuff, you know, whatever. Some people are very good at visualization and pulling things into form with their mind and their will and their intention, you know. Other, other people are good at communication. You know, it just, it depends on what your skill set is. And you can access almost everything from any skill set if you know the angle to get into it. Or if you can imagine an angle to get into it. You don't have to know the angle. This is magic, right? If you can imagine the pathway that would get you there and have it be congruent with the universe as you know it to be, it'll work. You know, that's really all it takes. So I noticed like whenever, if I'm giving myself Reiki or if someone is giving Reiki to me, and you know, you, you get in the zone, you know, it's just that that state, right? And um, and when I give others Reiki, it's kind of developing for me, I see pictures more than I like sense, oh, this chakra's out of balance or whatever. I, that's not me. I, I start seeing pictures. And like for me, I'm like, I'm a terrible artist, but it's like, I have to draw it out. So I remember what I saw. And, you know, I've seen like old boats going down the if you can see in my head right now, like the old Egyptian kind of things, you know, and um, going down the river and I've seen like little straw huts and like people and just different little images and it'll just be a quick flash or whatever. Would that be a form of retrocognition or is that something different? If you're seeing things in the distant past like that, that is most likely you're looking at a past life that that person lived. If you're in a healing space with them, that is most okay. likely what, what you're seeing. Yeah. For for um, me, it's more like past lives. Like even one one scene, I was like, what the hell was this? And it, it, it was dark, like dark. It was a dark and stormy night. It I knew it was across the pond. I, it was like the little... Uh, Pavers everywhere, old street lamp in, you know, the like an alleyway. And I'm like, I've seen this before. I don't know where. Go, and I go search and I'm like, what, London. And I'm like, this is it. This is the place. And it was where freaking Jack the Ripper was. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
And I'm getting goosebumps as I'm telling this to you. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I was there during the Jack the Ripper times, you know, and all that. No. I mean, did you see it during a Reiki session? Uh, or were you seeing it some other time? Probably I was seeing it some other time. Okay. Yeah. Then it's likely your past life, not theirs. But if you're seeing it during a Reiki session, it's most likely their past life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Reiki session. So... On that one, either I was giving myself Reiki or someone was giving Reiki to me. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yes, that'll be your past life. That will be my life, yes. my past, yeah. So um, did I tell the story about when I was given Reiki and in my Reiki group? And we practiced giving Reiki to each other. And um, the we're all students, different levels. And I told them, like, Okay, I don't have a, you know, this chakra is out of balance or whatever. This is what I'm seeing. I am seeing you standing by a whiteboard in front of a group of people. And it's like either you're instructing them on something or you're telling them an example or sharing a story, something. Fast forward three months. She's like, oh, my God, Jill, I can't wait to tell you. I'm like, what are you talking about? She says, you're, what you saw last time, she says it came true to the detail. And I went, well, I started crying. I'm like, what are you talking about? She says, I changed jobs. She says, I just, I had a feeling and I'm like, I need to take this leap. She changed jobs. She said, and it didn't hit. I kept wondering, am I where I'm supposed to be? Am I where I'm supposed to be? She says, and all of a sudden I realized because I'm a group leader, I'm leading a group of people. She says, I have a whiteboard and I'm saying, this is how we're going to do this process. And I'm marking out step by step. She said, and I stopped and I went, holy shit. I went, no fucking way it didn't happen. She was like, that's when I knew I made the right decision. And I'm like, here's everybody else going, oh, your crown chakra is open. You need to close it or it's out of whack. And I'm like, you're going to be, you're going to be teaching some people and you got a whiteboard there. So clearly precognition is one of your gifts. So is it. And that was my next one. I'm like, is that precognition? That is precognition, baby. That is definitely precognition. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. That is awesome. Now, you know, (laughs) most likely that precognition came from your guides who were talking to her guides and they see through time. And so her guides were going, oh, so three months from now, she's going to need a sign. And she's going to need a sign that is more significant than something she can get in the moment. So we're going to give it to her three months ago. Sweet. Right? Oh, see, that's so fun. Yeah, that is most likely how that came to be. Okay, that's awesome. I like that. I like that. So, yeah, and I always thought I was like, okay, our, you know, I'm always a little different on how I do stuff, experience stuff. I mean, hello, have you met me? You know, so I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's just weird. Right? Yeah. So, all right. So that's, I think we've done a lot on precognition. Let's look at retrocognition. Okay. Okay. So retrocognition is looking back in time, right? And so it could be uh, anything from, you know, uh, walking into a room and being able to see what happened in that room before, right? So, and things like that show up in places that there's trauma often, right? Um, so, you know, oh, somebody was murdered here or, you know, whatever, right? You, sometimes you will get that sense. And sometimes it's, it's 
retrocognition. Sometimes it's the ghost reliving the story in front of you and you're doing mediumship, right? So, you know, this is, this is the thing about this stuff, people, okay? You're like, I need a label for it. No, you fucking don't, okay? It's just, it could be from a variety of different places and it really doesn't matter where you got the information. It just matters that you have it, okay? It could be your guides telling you. It could be the ghost yelling in your face. It could be, you know, the, the uh, residual energy in the room that you're picking up on as an empath in the moment because the room's never been cleared. It could be retrocognition of you looking back in time and just having that moment just wash across because we are living in the eternal moment of now. And, you know, the, the moments that have the most emotion attached to them often show up the brightest. Okay. So, you know, I mean, you could have this for positive experiences, but quite frankly, most people in the West don't have sufficient uh, charge to their positive experiences for them to outweigh traumatic ones. Um, we don't let ourselves be that happy, happy most of the time. But, I mean, you could have, you know, a happy home that has been, had happiness in it over and over again, and that that's the residual energy in the space. And so you could feel that too. But the only one of those that is retrocognition is actually seeing the past as it happened, right? Not through a ghost showing it to you, but just you actually seeing that moment, right? And so you can do that that way. You can do it through a combination of psychometry. And we did an episode on, on psychics and psychometry, right? So, um, but psychometry meaning, you know, like you're holding on to a, a thing, you know, an item, and you're reading the energy of that item. And if that item was attached to a, an experience, it can take you back in time to that. And, okay, you're making the face at me. I, I am making the face at you. So, so that's, that was my question, okay? So I'm going to say magically because I was not expecting this at all. And the universe has a sense of humor and it just it just helps me. And that's just all of this to it. So I have been wanting um, uh, an old, like old singer sewing machine like the foot pedal or the you know you do it by hand because I, I want want to be able to do leather works okay so all of a sudden we were at uh, uh we do firewood on the side we were at a firewood customer's um house hanging out having a good time me and the wife go in the back room because she does quilting and i'm like oh i gotta go see everything so she showed me everything and i mentioned to her about the singer sewing machine she was like really Hmm. Well, let's see what I have. So she pulls out two vintage Singer sewing machines. Yeah, wait for it. In the little travel box, right? Okay. She gives one to me straight up. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, I, 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 this is like too much. I did. She was like, no, no, no. It's going to your home. You know, if you'll have it, she was like, I wanted to go to a good home. And she's like, you are going to use it. I'm like, hell yes, I'm going to use it. (laughs) So, so I'm a complete nerd at heart. And so I'm like, oh, I have to see when it was made. Call up Jenny. She's my super uber nerdy friend. She does all this stuff. And she collects old singer sewing machines. Um, And so it was made in 1957. Um, March 15th or 16th, and they were, it's one of 50,000 that were made. So I'm like, and it's so pretty and it works. I was so excited. Yay. So, so my question was, which 
was completely what you were going to. I was wanting to to use, and I think it'd be right, the retrocognition because I I would like to see like its history. You know, like how oh, yeah, would we use totally stuff use like that? Yeah, you could absolutely use retrocognition for that. But be prepared for it to come in a rush of images because... Like a slideshow? Kind of more like a... Or like fast forwarding on TV shows where they... Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know a TV where they show the fast forward and the rewind? It's probably going to show up like that. And then you'll have to like slow it down and, and go in on particular instances because that's probably been sitting in her closet for ages. So you don't want to see it frame by frame because that would take you freaking forever. And you don't want to have to live through 50, you know, what is that? 70 years worth of time of this thing being around, right? So um, it'll show up uh, when you go into it more like the fast forward, you know, re- rewind sort of energy of it sliding across, right? And then you just have to like zone in on one or two vignettes over the course of its lifetime, right? So it's, it's you know, it's like, okay, stop here, go in. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's because yeah. I thought that would be fun, you know, and, and, and good practice for me to, to do that. Now, now I did house, I mean, I have my house ward set up and everything, so I brought it in the house, but just to be on the safe side, you know, I, I, I cleansed it too, and I'm like, hey, Yo, yeah. Anything that's attached, you got to go. You can't. You're not staying here. Roll. And so I even put my selenite on it, <laughs> you know, and just let it cleanse. So, but that wouldn't erase like the history of it. No, no, that's not going to re- erase the history. Right. Okay. Because I thought that would. I was like, okay. I don't know how why this happened, but it happened for a reason. God loved this woman, and um, the one she you kept, manifested it. That's why it happened. You set an intention, you put emotion behind it, and you expected to get it. You manifested it. And you probably at the same time went, I don't want to have to pay a lot for it. <laughs> yes, I did. That was probably part of your manifestation because I know you. Yes, because <laughs> I, I want a small budget. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no. So, and so, yeah, so you manifested it. That's what happened. So it's another she's I'm powerful moment, just just in case you missed it, which you clearly did. So we're gonna just reinforce. We're gonna that. reaffirm that. Yes, I manifest. <laughs> Actually, oh, it magic. Yes, it was your magic. Your yes. manifestation. Manifested. It was crazy. <laughs> so And she probably manifested it too because she wanted it to go to a good home. She says she has been holding on to this for a few years. She's had two. And now the one she kept, she was like, now I'm keeping this one. I'm like, oh, no, okay. She was like, no, 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 let me explain to you. She says, this one was made the month and the year I was born. She And I'm like, oh, psh, hello, that's yours. She was like, no, but this one's for you. She was like, that, yeah, that, that's yours. And I was like, oh, my God, and it's black. You guys so mutually excited. manifested that. It's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. Yay. So. So, yes, you can use that for uh, retrocognition. Um, and the, you know, another way to do retrocognition is to, you know, pick a moment in history, right? Uh, it's, a, it's especially easy if you have a picture of that moment. So, like the famous picture of the guy kissing the girl on V, v Day, VE Day, whatever it was, um, the end of World War II. Um, 
you could go and watch her be unhappy with him for kissing her because he didn't know her. <laughs> so you could go back in time and watch that. Um, you know, there's the, you, you can go back to Pearl Harbor and watch that if you wanted to. I mean, I mean, not that you would want to, but you could. Um, yeah. I could go back to Babylon the, and figure out how we met. Yep, that'd be because <laughs> apparently we, and then apparently I knew Savannah in Egypt. Because she, she she was like, girl, we hung together in Egypt. I'm like, okay, well I got to go figure that out too. So, <laughs> yeah. okay, not figure it out, not figure it out, but see it. <laughs> see it yes witness witness that's always a good word so yeah i mean you can you can use retrocognition for all of that and, and all you have to do is just have a very clear idea of how or when not how but when you're going back to right and okay. so that can take you there as well so you know and, and this is all just a process right and, and i mean you can do this with like i've done this in healing sessions I've, you know, I've looked at somebody who's got something going on and gone, wow, where did this come from? And just scrolled back to find it, right? You know, and, and gone, okay. And I've actually even done work at that time frame to fix it because it had already gotten too bad to try and fix it in the present. And I just scroll it back. I've done work with this in, um, so like, uh, remember the story about me doing my first reading that proved to me I was psychic and, you know, the room full of people and the one guy who said, don't judge your ability to read me on, you know, don't, don't base your psychic skills on being able to read me. I've had world-class psychics who couldn't read me. And I went, Oh, I wonder why that is. And I immediately went back in time and watched when he was five years old and put the, the shield up that kept everybody out. And I said, Oh, Okay, so here's the shield that you put up, and here's how you constructed it, so that if you ever decide to take it down, you know how. And he was flabbergasted. He was like, how do you, he's like, nobody's ever been able to read me at all, ever, and give me anything, right? But I just, I just went back in time to look at it, because time doesn't really exist, right? And so... You know, we're in the eternal moment of now. You just choose to see that part of now instead of this part of now, right? That's a whole so, other brain-blowing, <laughs> mind-blowing kind of concept. Yes, I'm. I'm still. I still struggle with that one. So, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. So you know, this is this is advanced level stuff, obviously. And you know, there's only so much of this I can do online without like risking people hurting themselves. So I, I will I only give away as much as I can without risking people hurting themselves. So, um, so what I'm going to say is I I have been chewing on the idea of doing a retreat here in Panama for people who are further along in their process who for whom, you know, learning things like this or experiencing different healing techniques or, you know, learning how to do different things, right? Where we could do that work. And it would be custom designed around the people who attended. So, you know, I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be about because I don't know until the people sign up. And then when the people sign up and I have a little conversation with everybody, then I go, okay, here's where the intersection of all these people meet. And then I'll do something around that, right? And so... 
I don't have a website up for it, uh, you know, anything. I don't have anything about it. So if you are interested in this, because I haven't actually committed to it yet, but if I get enough people who are interested, I have two people who have said yes, that they would definitely come if I did it. So I, I need like six or eight more to make it go. If you are, and, and price point is going to be about $3,500. That's what I've worked out for the the cost of the venue and all of the other things. That does not include your airfare, but it does include um, travel from the David Airport in Panama up to Boquete, and it does include food. So that would be the cost. Um, so if this is something that you would be interested in, please email me at kelly at kellysparta.com. And, and give me the, the sort of level of interest that you have. It's like, well, if, if it fit my timetable and I was in it, it was the perfect alignment of the moon and I had the money in my account, then I would come. Or is it a, I'm going to be there no matter what you do, right? Just tell me when and where to be, show up and I will be there. So I'm somewhere in between there, right? <laughs> give, me, give me an indication of your, your commitment to come. Uh, and, and, you know, if I get enough people, I'll put it together and make it happen. Well, there you go. So y'all go ahead and sign up because <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Very cool. And it, it never yeah. fails. One person beating me about it. He's like, would you please do this? I really want to come. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So. Well, and it never fails. Those who sign up, there'll be some kind of, some connection, you know, common denominator right. somewhere every time does not, does not matter. It's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. very cool. And that's, that's so true. And if you have any doubt about what, what a retreat with me is like, just check the testimonials page of the website, scroll down to the bottom. Uh, well, just before the bottom, the very bottom is about podcasts, but the middle section there is all about the retreats that I've done in the past and that Kathy and I've done in the past. So this would be just me though, not Kathy. So just so you know, Ooh, they get you all to themselves, all to themselves. There you go. My husband too, because he'll, he'll be there to help. Oh, sweet. Okay. All right. All right. Well, what is for a precognition and a retrocognition and a trip to Panama? What is your Kellyism for today? <laughs> um, ask and it will be revealed. And that's all that needs to be said. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that we have time for this week, folks. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules, here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Facing still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon. Within my car, I'm all alone. But feeling good and feeling strong. Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself. I'm driving. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since 
you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space and you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.